Hello and welcome to the podcast for the May 2011 issue of The Lancet Oncology. I'm Richard Lane and this month I'm joined by Audrey Seskia from TLO to discuss some of the highlights. Audrey, welcome. Tell us what's in this month's issue. First of all, I would like to mention our editorial and comment on nuclear crisis. Like just uh, 25 years after the Chernobyl nuclear disaster, the Fukushima nuclear power plant has been damaged by an earthquake. And our editorial discusses the potential physical and psychological effects of this crisis. And a comment by uh, Moisich and colleagues used the Chernobyl experience to comment on the difficulties in designing studies that assess the possible association between radiation exposure and cancer. There are also two very interesting uh, consensus papers in this issue, one on cancer cachexia, which provides a definition and a classification to help its management, and a consensus statement on preventive therapy for breast cancer, which reviews the different potential preventive agents. And finally, we have chosen to highlight in this podcast a study led by uh, Frédéric Berard from the GLA, the Group d'études des lymphomes de l'adulte. It's a phase two trial combining rituximab with a dose-reduced CHOP regimen for very elderly patients with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. Indeed. Thank you, Audrey. Yes, I interviewed Dr. Pirad recently about the study, so let's hear from him now. Dr. Pirad, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet Oncology. You're one of the authors of a phase two study in the May issue of The Lancet Oncology, and this is looking at the treatment of B-cell lymphoma, but specifically uh, in older patients, those aged 80 years or older. Why a focus on this particular group of elderly patients? First of all, because from a demographic point of view, life expectancy according to age in Western Europe shows that an 80-year-old patient has an expected overall survival of 10 years. In addition, by 2050, the number of patients over 80 will be doubled compared to 2010. From a demographic point of view, the treatment of cancer in very old patients will become a major public health concern in the coming years. 30% of diffuse large B-cell lymphomas occur after the age of 60. And uh, when we designed the protocol, very few data were available for subjects over 80. Despite the, the general poor outcome, a significant response rate has been reported for these patients. This poor outcome could be due to both patients' ability to tolerate chemotherapy and, uh, and to their uh, comorbidities. That's why we uh, wanted to, to focus on this uh, specific subgroup of patients. Thank you very much. That's clear. And I'm going to ask you a little bit more now about the rationale and, and design of this uh, phase two single arm study. And specifically, it involves the drug rituximab, which I know has been increasingly important over the past few years in the, in the management of B-cell lymphoma, combined with CHOP or mini-CHOP, which we know is a sort of cocktail of chemotherapy. Can you now give us some detail about the uh, design of the study? The history of the association of uh, chemotherapy and rituximab began in 2002 when uh, Coiffier, Bertrand Coiffier and colleagues reported a phase three study which demonstrated that the addition of uh, rituximab to standard CHOP increased survival but not toxicity. In 2005, we reported a short preliminary retrospective series on patients aged over 80 with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma and treated with reduced doses of uh, chemotherapy with full-dose rituximab. We demonstrated that uh, the overall survival was uh, good with 60% of patients alive at two years 
and uh, the toxicity was low. Taking all these data together, we decided to conduct a large phase two study to assess the feasibility and the efficiency of full dose rituximab, as reported by Bertrand Coiffier, with a reduced dose uh, of chemotherapy in patients aged over 80 with uh, DLBCL. We wanted that the design of the study uh, was very simple. All patients with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma aged over 80 with no previous treatment and a good performance data from zero to two were eligible. All IPR stages were accepted, and because of patient's age, the baseline was simplified with only a clinical examination, a standard biology, and a CT scan. In addition, we chose to uh, perform a phase two study because when we designed the protocol, the standard treatment arm had not been defined. In addition, we didn't want to make a phase three study because this kind of study might be difficult to explain in uh, such a population. Do please go on and, and tell us the main findings from the study. First of all, we do believe that uh, the results are promising because the overall response rate was 63%, with 30% of CR and 23% of unconfirmed complete CR, uh, response. The median overall survival, which was the primary endpoint of the study, was 29 months, and 69% of patients were alive at two years. At two years also, 57% uh, of patients were disease-free, and the median DFS, the median disease-free survival, has not been yet reached. It is important to stress this point because it means that uh, obtaining the best possible response remains crucial even in these very old patients. In terms of toxicity, 58 patients died during the protocol, including 27 during the treatment period and 31 during the follow-up period. It is important to emphasize that only 12 patients died of toxicity, including five during the first cycle. Overall tolerance was good. The main point is uh, that the majority of death and grade three, four hematological or non-hematological toxicity occurred during the two first cycles of chemotherapy. Regarding uh, prognostic factors in a multivariate analysis, Albumin level remains the single statistically significant prognostic factor with a cutoff of uh, 35 gram per liter. Thank you very much. So just to be clear, encouraging results, promising results you're saying, obviously these are at phase two. So do you think potentially we have a treatment protocol for older people that's going to be different to people younger than 80 years, less toxicity because of the mini-chop? Yes, uh, actually uh, our results seems to indicate that uh, rituximab could help to uh, maintain the efficacy of a dose-reduced uh, regimen in uh, uh, selected, very old patients. Uh, because you don't have to forget that the inclusion cr criteria required that uh, the patient had uh, a good uh, performance status. And finally, what next for research in this area? To improve our results, uh, we think that uh, we have to work on three points. Firstly, we have to shrink toxicity during the first cycles. We propose to use a systematic chemotherapy prephase with reduced dosage. This is uh, currently being tested in the new GLA protocol, LNH097B. Secondly, in order to better define diffuse large B cell lymphoma, 
in very old patients, we are currently working on the biological characteristics and uh, the genetic profile of uh, uh, the patients of the series. And thirdly, we think that our Medichop should be used as a platform to test new drugs such as new monoclonal antibodies or targeted therapies. To conclude, uh, and uh, as suggested by uh, uh, Josep Maria Rivera, the commentary alongside the article. Well, commentary, yeah. Uh, we hope that uh, our study was a, a good starting point for future improvement in patient outcome. Yes, as you say, promising findings. Professor Perad on the line from uh, Nice in France. Many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Oncology. Many thanks indeed to Dr. Parad and uh, Audrey Seskia. Many thanks for joining us. See you next month.